Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Grassroots activism is our patriotic duty, but if it's misdirected due to a lack of understanding of how the Constitution works, you will neutralize yourself or worse, do more harm than good. In this episode, I'll challenge the claims made by Convention of States advocates, and I'll provide historical and legal proof for my assertions. COS planners claim that Article 5 of the Constitution is the only way to rein in an out-of-control federal government. They claim state legislatures have complete control over the convention, and that the delegates have no real power, and that any amendments would have to be ratified by three-quarters of the state legislators. A successful COS application would be vested with the same authority as the 1787 Constitutional Convention that was called for the express purpose of considering amendments to the Articles of Confederation. There has not been a similarly constituted convention since, and we properly look to that example for legal and historical context as to what we can expect from the COS proposal. Now, our chief problem is that we re-elect politicians with bad voting records. But COS blames the Constitution instead of the electorate that fails to enforce it. If the federal government will not respect the current constitutional limitations of power, why would they respect a new set of limitations? Mark Meckler says politicians will respect them because they would be recently passed. Now, this is childlike faith in politicians. And here's the challenge on that issue. Research the date in which the Bill of Rights was passed. Now, research the date in which the Alien and Sedition Acts were passed. I give you this homework assignment as our First Amendment rights are considered the most sacrosanct of all political rights, and the Alien and Sedition Acts were a flagrant violation of this political holy of holies. COS claims the convention can be limited by state legislators. Well, let's examine if that's accurate within the context of the 1787 convention. First, one needs to understand that American law is built on the foundation of English common law. A constitutional convention is the highest expression of political will of the people. Such convention has plenipotentiary power that exceeds everything including even the power of a monarch, as was the case in England. And it was on this basis that the 1787 Convention scrapped the Articles of Confederation completely, enacted a shroud of secrecy on the whole affair, and began to develop an entirely new system of government. Now, where can you source this? Well, you can start with the writings of Luther Martin of Maryland. As one of the delegates to the 1787 Convention, he reported about the shroud of secrecy and the fact that the idea of amendments had been entirely scrapped and that a new system of government was being developed, all of which happened before the Maryland delegation even arrived at the convention. The plain language of Article 5 is a bit confusing as it was written more than 200 years ago, but with specific study you can chart the flow of responsibility. You will see that states make applications but once that is done, Congress takes control. At the last convention, we were blessed with Ben Franklin and George Mason. The COS effort will put Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer in charge. COS advocates say there's a safety blanket 
because the ratification process would save us from anything too radical. But this is another example of junk history, and here is the proof. The 1787 convention was called to amend the Articles of Confederation. Pursuant to Article 13, any amendment would need 100% ratification of the states to take effect. But the 1787 convention scrapped that ratification provision and came up with an entirely new one. And there is zero legal authority to prevent a new convention from scrapping the current ratification process and say just having a national popular vote by simple majority to implement the new constitution. Now, every single U.S. Supreme Court justice that addressed this issue has agreed it's a terrible idea. Justice Anton Scalia was the most recent to address the issue, and he trashed it. This is also the opinion of a vast number of legal scholars from all sides of the political spectrum. To compare the legal experts in support of the COS to those that oppose it is like comparing the Millersport JV football squad to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a Pandora's box that ought not be open. The Ninth and Tenth Amendments do provide a viable solution for states to deal with federal overreach through the doctrine of nullification, a doctrine with biblical roots, championed by our founding fathers, and with a profound American pedigree of usage throughout the history of our republic right up to today. Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. As always, visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com for more information and more shows.